0: it's the Meg John and Justin podcast yay Woo. <laughs> <laughs> hello dear listener we are out and about aren't we we're in uh, Pratt in yeah. Kings Cross they're not currently sponsoring this podcast St Pancras Station if you want to sponsor us feel free <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're having like a quick meetup uh, yeah. during Christmas today is I think today's the fifth day of Christmas is that right five gold rings that's today that's that's what the present we best, should have got is
1: that the best one maybe it's the best one than the song I would say yeah I'd everyone. Like, you like it when you get to that point oh
0: yeah because yeah. be, you sing it so often yeah that, and you, you sing you, I'd sing like, rings after a while i really go oh, nuts wow, for it oh yeah. wow
1: okay I can't do I can't roll my R's really that? no that's a shame. Yeah,
0: it's, uh, I regret it. <laughs> you <laughs> regret it. Oh, oh sorry. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so we thought we would do a kind of... Uh, a slightly more personal kind of podcast, like a reflection on the previous year and like hopes for our year yes. to come and um, thinking about, so I was thinking about some of the work that we've been doing on the podcast and mm. other, other work generally that we might want to talk about Yeah, and touching a little bit on our um, slightly more personal stuff, but without revealing anything about anyone Yes, at all. Yeah. Um, so, uh, 2019, mate
1: well it really showed me you know i wrote the book life isn't binary with with alex and that came out i think in 2019 and it was it was a really good year for for that i suppose because it was an incredibly hard year in a lot of ways brought up a lot of trauma for me i really got to really really experience what that's like yeah, yeah. Um, we, we did we've mentioned the alex's developmental trauma podcast um oh and that's I felt, so good and i did a bit of a deep dive into that for myself personally this mm. year but also there was a lot of um joy and transformation as well so it really i don't know if i've had another year in my life that has had such significant challenge at the same time as such amazing stuff it's mm. usually been more to one end or the other and i liked that it showed me what it's like to have that both, and and maybe partly because of the way I was approaching everything, that that was kind of why, to some extent, yeah. that approaching things differently makes you more able to see the both the potentials and the pitfalls, or the triumphs and the tragedies alongside each other, instead of that sense of either this is a shit year or this is a wonderful year.
0: Sure. Yeah. I mean, you've had so much going on that it's like it's a year where, like. Yeah. You have not had a boring year.
1: Oh, it's definitely not been dull. It's like that May You Live In Interesting Times 2019. Yes, that's been it.
0: But we were kind of talking about this... this idea of where work and our relationships and our home life they're they're like three factors well I got that from
1: you and you said that and it was so helpful to me because I was like oh yeah all three have been pulled out from under me at the same time like in May, June this year yeah Yeah. if you
0: think about your own life dear listener if you think about uh, work if you have to work unless you're one of the uh, maybe you're a lottery winner. Yeah. And there's a load of money on the patron. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, or, uh, but mostly, uh, most of our listeners will have to do something for work yeah. or um, for income. Um, and then, our, so if you think about work/slash income, uh, home mm-hmm. and our relationships as three like major areas in your life that yeah they've been in constantly moving for you this they year.
1: have but i really found that useful that you say it like that because yeah i think it would be useful for listeners to think yeah when you find because your the- theory is almost like one of those can shake if the other two are stable and yeah maybe even two shake a bit if one of them's stable but yeah. when, when all three are shaking simultaneously um and of course they were different but they're uh, the work one felt a bit more in control. But yeah, yeah. I've, I've never not work, you know, I've never not, I've never been self-employed before and no. I like self-employed this year. Yeah, and I was uh, surprised at how significant that is. That just, that sense of like, is this really okay? Like, am I really allowed to do this? You know, you know when you've been in education or work all your life, yeah, yeah, yeah. it feels like... Uh, bold you know yeah it's like and, uh, that real sense of like something's going to go wrong here yeah. but it hasn't like, it's been a really great have you got to experience the, have
0: you got to the point of watching homes under the hammer uh, no. at 10 o'clock kind of... <laughs> no, i don't do that either
1: i um, like the flexibility though like yeah. that is amazing it's, yeah. it feels like such a privilege to be able to sort of do your own day I
0: I really enjoy it myself but um, there are times when I definitely would like an actual job (laughs) that would be nice Um, and the
1: structure of it is quite a lot to let go of you don't realise quite how much that structures your time so there's something quite stark about being confronted with, oh, here I am again, here's another day ahead. And it really is yes. up to me, you know.
0: And the thing is, is that because what we both do, a large amount of what we both do um, in our freelance work is like creative stuff, Yeah. Um, there's no point trying to force it. Yeah. You know? It's got to come when it comes and when the juices are flowing. And it's yeah. about figuring out your own rhythms and when that works for you. I know that you're a morning person for doing a lot of writing. Yeah. I'm like a very much an afternoon, early evening person. Yeah. And, and sometimes I beat myself up over not being very productive, but then I'll have an amazingly productive two hours yeah. and then completely smash it and then realise that actually I needed those, the hours of like faffing around and doing mm. chores in order to allow ideas to percolate a bit and...
1: it's one of my biggest learnings and i think it's it's so interesting because it's almost exactly the same things we say about sex is like it's got to be okay not to have sex in order for it to be consensual yeah we need to be consensual with ourselves we need to be present you yeah. can't force it you know it should be process focused rather than goal focused and all those things apply to me to to creative work basically yeah. and the more i apply them the, the better it is and and when I fall back into those old kind of habits of like being my own boss and treating myself less consensually, then it goes yeah nowhere near yeah. as well. Um, and I, yeah, paradoxically, isn't even as productive as if you know yeah.
0: I mean, the benefits for me of being self-employed is that I can do. Uh, it's easier for me to do self-care days when I really need to. Yeah. Um, but then often I probably wouldn't need so many self-care days if I wasn't self-employed so there is that you yeah. know, the precarity of being self-employed can be really difficult but yeah. I guess the thing is is that there is an element of luxury uh, with freelancers that being able to juggle your own work around that way can mean that we give ourselves more time to do the work and that's good for us because we're always talking about uh, Mm. increasing our capacity to have relationships with ourselves and increasing our capacity for others but um, uh, many of our listeners won't be able to have that but, um, but yeah it's difficult to go freelance when also you're having to like you don't know where you're living and you're getting a new place to live Yeah. And also our relationships might not be um, in a great place.
1: Yeah, well, I just moved city as well so it's like then you're not so stable in terms of like who are my people, Yeah. are the people I can go to when, when I'm struggling and yeah, like living alone for the first time in a long time which I'd really wanted but again, it, you could, I suppose it's also told me you can really want certain changes and still you need to give yourself the fact that they may be hard yeah changes are hard even if they're things that you wanted yeah and yeah definitely it's been nice to talk to you about living alone because you do as well and you know it brings so much good stuff I love it Mm. and at the same time it's worth acknowledging that yeah sometimes it is kind of hard to be oh here I am with myself again (laughs) you know especially when yourself is being a bit self-doubting or struggling at all like that's a lot to just be like it's a lot and it's hard, but it also has felt incredibly valuable to do something else. We talk about a lot, which is the sitting with feelings. Mm-hmm. So I've really got, again, I've had the luxury to be able to notice, oh, I'm feeling this way this morning and really just make a practice of sitting with the feeling yeah. rather than throwing myself straight into work or distracting yeah. myself with other people or whatever else I might do. Yeah. And I've, re- yeah, it's really valuable. I yeah. just, that's brought home to me just how great that practice is. And also how hard it is that when we tell people, hey, this is a good idea to do, we should well, keep always remember just how hard it is to be with loneliness or to be with, you know, complete self-loathing or, you yeah. know, these really difficult feelings that can come up.
0: And the thing is, is that I've seen it in action. So I've seen the how quickly you've been able to move through things and how quickly and how resilient you've been, how Thank quickly you. you can get to that you've got to the point where you're at. So, <laughs> so it is. Um, it's uh, like I'm always, uh, I guess I always say to you that I have concerns for you or I think about you, but I'm never worried about you, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, you, know, you some, have said that. Yeah, I don't, mm. because you're well supported, but also that you, um, I know that you're practicing the necessary yeah. work and I know that it's something that, um, is part of your is part of your ritual. Is yeah. to do that kind of work, and that's, yeah. um, that's something that I've learned a lot from as well. How you uh, how you mm. how you approach life is how I you know. That's, uh, uh, I try to do many of the same things. So um, it's an
1: important balance, though I think, is you know. I think I could have got into a bit of an austere. You know, I've. Well I did that blog post on my on my website, rewritingrules.com about failure and it there was that real sense of potentially having failed or messed up at things and yeah. it would have been easy to get quite austere and like I must sit with all of this to take responsibility and Me. to look at all of the things that I've contributed to these situations and I wanted to balance that with there's also an element of like don't get too severe and serious with it you know because yes. life goes on and it's really good to balance it with support from others and and just also a bit of lightness and a bit of fun and playfulness as well and I think I got that a lot from our relationship is that reminder of like you know you don't have to just like hard white knuckle it every day sitting with all of the really hard feelings all of the time and in fact that doesn't really help no.
0: you've got to be super gentle around it as well you definitely were able to we are both were able to experience joy like when I listen back to some of the podcasts I know about some of the conversations that we've been having before we press record and then suddenly we're able we're laughing and joking within the first minute because we've done something stupid on the introduction yes Yes. you've made me chuckle about something um, (laughs) That's usually my (laughs) aim so um, so we're definitely capable of feeling joy as well which is really important and there is that thing of the you know feelings is a compass yeah you know sadness can quite quickly flick to joy which we talked about in our being being with joy podcast which i think was one of my favorite podcasts one of my favorites this year as well
1: yeah Yeah, we did um and something about yeah being able to be with the other feelings enables it to shift into that yeah and again really noticing that bothness of them both being present instead of getting so snagged in the one Yeah. yeah Mm-hmm.
0: I've been having, so my, yeah. um, my uh, work stuff has been a bit precarious this year with a lot of the funding and stuff that mm. my funding issue is always a bit precarious and yeah. uh, I'm having one of those moments at the moment. And so that has that also then impacts directly on my living situation because I live by myself. Yeah. And, my flat's extraordinary expensive because it's in London. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that I've had those times as well, but not not nearly in the kind of an acute, the acute sense that uh, yeah. um, that your life has had to shift in certain so ways this year. Um, And my relationships have been, um, like, my own relationships have been working really well, I think. Mm. But I guess one of the things is that a lot of my people in my close um, circle have been in really difficult relationships themselves. Yes, yes. And that is a kind of, um, you know, when someone very close to you is having a really difficult time, then it does, uh, like, that kind of impacts definitely well, and, and especially
1: when you have a few of them all at once like yeah, yeah. do you want to say how you navigate that?
0: I think the thing is is that um I try to be boundary and offer what I can but yeah. also not saying you know I'll do absolutely everything right you know and uh, yeah I have to give back to me as well and just really try to be present with my own um stuff yeah as well and be paying attention to me I've been doing a thing where um when things have been tr- tricky for me i just note down some of the sensations going on in my body like oh, on a post note yeah. it notes yeah lying around and then just to just to see what then happens to those feelings so if my teeth are clenched you know yeah. i'll write that down
1: yeah and then nice.
0: you know a couple of hours later i'll just notice whether that's gotten yeah. smaller or not because that's so, a
1: hard one isn't it sometimes knowing is this feeling just a fleeting passing thing and i don't want to make too much of it and turn it into this big Storyline versus—is this feeling something I should super listen to because it's telling me something important, and exactly. I'm gonna—I don't want to override that and ignore it. That's quite a hard thing it's to the, tell. It's
0: the difficult thing yeah. about am I about um, soothing to a point where I forget about the feeling and forget what the feeling has to tell me, mm, and whether yeah. there is useful information there yeah. that um, I can, when I'm feeling like I've got more capacity, can come back to. Mm-hmm. That's the tricky thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or, oh, am I just soothing in order to adequately feel the feeling and yeah. rather than block it out? It's a tricky one.
1: And sometimes it can be, well, actually, that was a relatively small feeling that would have passed through, but you've kind of whipped it up into more by attending to it versus yeah. actually. Yeah, you're, you, that's a feeling that's telling you something important and you yeah. need to kind of attend to it. Yeah. I like it, that idea of writing something down because then you can notice oh, has that just passed away two hours later? Or is there still that sense there that maybe needs some attention? Yeah. yeah. Like, rather than writing down, I'm
0: sad or anxious or scared, like writing the down body just what feeling, my body's doing.
1: Which stops you labeling it and making it into a specific story. Yeah. It helps you stay with the feeling itself. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Mm. So I found that kind of useful. Right. And so that, so. That's so the thing that I've really got to is that, you know, I have a relationship with me and I have a relationship with all my close people as yeah. well. So um, and that um I can't be there for everyone else. What I need everyone else to do is to be able to have their relationship with themselves and their other people, which you definitely have. <laughs> yeah. So that's the and that's my kind of the yeah, I I'm instinctively someone who wants to kind of step in and help other people yeah. and actually who am I doing that for often that might just be me and my you know my, my dynamic yeah. my patterns and, and doesn't stuff.
1: always help people if you are doing it and then overstepping yourself and then having to pull it back again or yeah. feeling a bit resentful or something
0: so I have been able to put yeah. some of what we talk about into into, um, into practice this year but we thought it would be fun for us and kind of uh in a kind of a hierarchical way to yeah. go through some of our podcast titles of this year yeah and think um, have think, we done this have yeah. we have we put this into practice <laughs> have we walked
1: year? the walk as oh, well as
0: talked the talk see I do go back and listen to some of our podcasts sometimes because I forget what we talk see, about see I don't like listening to that I find, I find those two
1: a bit dull actually <laughs>
0: We're gold. We are gold. Yeah. yeah. Well, you, can, you read the blogs, and I'll okay, and I'll yeah. listen to the podcast. Yeah, yeah, we'll do fair, it that way around. Fair. So the post election podcast still not over that. Uh, no, uh, let's
1: not talk about that one. How to be accountable? Oh, I liked how to be accountable. That was really important for me because yeah. um, there were a few situations came up in the sort of wider <laughs> friendship groups where it's like, how do I? Yeah, how do I judge? You know, because it, it's it just—it's not about people making mistakes. You know, people are always going to make mistakes, and people are always going to hurt each other. But it's like it, it really brought home to me so much more about how does someone deal with that when it happens? Yeah. And that gave us quite a blueprint of like, here's the things we would expect from somebody yeah. under those circumstances of having violated another's consent or hurt another. It's helped me have that clarity of like, okay, no, you're not—you're not doing what you need to do. You're not dealing with this right. Versus, oh, you—you you really are. Yeah. And I can definitely forgive the mistake because you're dealing with it as well as you could possibly do yeah
0: that was something where i actually took some of the advice that we had in that episode earlier in the year when i needed to be accountable about something as well so it was was helpful for me to reflect on that as well
1: yeah it really helps when something because when something like that happens you can be really like oh you know it's like the worst case scenario isn't it to think i've really hurt somebody or i've done something that's yeah Yeah. like there's a real cock up but if you've got that like oh here's how I would want someone to act in those situations then really helpful to have that to apply
0: definitely yeah so I've decided to go back to the beginning of the year and work backwards instead so we started with uh, are you struggling with new year's resolutions which I was listening to a bit today to make sure we don't repeat ourselves yeah um I'm already thinking in the new year that I should hit the gym. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. but we said in in this one that uh, it's an opportunity to think about. Um, to think about putting processes into place where we might want to make some changes. Because making changes is okay. Yes. But it's difficult to disentangle making changes that are for us rather than making changes that we're feeling coerced into doing. By wider society
1: often, like how you should look. And, yeah, it's it's kind of tuning into what's behind that, isn't it? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Because this time last year, I had a slipped disc from doing a lot of... um, Probably from doing a lot of exercise, and I'm much happier with my back yeah.
1: now. Yeah. Um, well, it's worth uh, being careful, isn't it? Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. Um, are you mm. making any New Year's resolutions, MJ? I'm
1: oh, not really. No, no. I'm, I feel like I'm all right on the kind of course I'm on. Yeah. yeah
0: maybe. Probably best. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you said in it that uh, you said a very good thing, which is. Um, that we might resolve to resolve so maybe put in a process where we might do something in spring maybe yeah because we we're saying in you know, January is not a good time to be doing anything
1: right we said that didn't we so yeah. you could think about what you might want to put in place this year but yeah I just feeling much more on like a constant you know like and maybe that the rituals I'm now doing like every new moon and full moon are helping me to be more in a constant place of like Oh, yeah. Where have I got to since the last fortnight ago? Uh, OK. Where am I going for the next fortnight? And seeing it as a bit more of a regular check-in rather than a big, like, yearly thing. Oh, that's yeah. interesting. Yeah.
0: Uh, maybe that could be a podcast we're doing oh yeah definitely uh, then what's love but a biopsychosocial phenomenon I mean, which that's I think is what the about best episode title ever it
1: could be yeah we've
0: not had any feedback about that but come I on that was that great one. because you, we were yeah. singing pop slits what's
1: love but a a biopsychosocial phenomenon, <laughs> phenomenon. Um,
0: yep. so we did two around Valentine's Day didn't we, we so oh, one yeah. uh, and then um, about saying I love you and then saying I love you and how actually how we might say it in a more consensual way and maybe not saying it and more doing it yeah Have we been any good at that this year?
1: Doing love, I think that's a real guiding principle for me. The bell Hooks yeah. idea that love is something you do rather than something you feel. And yeah. What does that look like to be? What does it look like to be loving towards yourself, others, and the world? I think that I come back to that constantly. I wouldn't say that you know I'm some perfect at it at all, but I think it's uh, I think definitely a guiding principle.
0: I think that meets it. Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't say that I'm doing. I'm good at doing it all the time, but it's definitely yeah. something that I think is. Yeah, it's one of my really important. things. I think.
1: Things, yeah, so. the aspect of it I still struggle with is that sense that being loving kind of involves like opening to yourself and others in the world and being quite vulnerable and letting go into it and also the importance of being really consensual and boundaried and sort of like those aren't in opposition Mm. but something about those two as a both and is so much a work in progress for me of how to kind of let go and flow into things and be safe enough and boundaried together Yeah. yeah I that would guess, be another good podcast. Actually, that would to be good. Do, yeah. I guess that is a
0: thing that I work on. I'm, I work on too, but yeah. in the, from the opposite direction. Um, as we talked about in our new relationship energy podcast. Oh, that was this year too. That was yes. where I was saying our oh, new relationship energy sucks and I hate it. Yes, uh, I think it's toxic and bad. I still do kind of think that, but you know, mm-hmm. obviously people people kind of long for that often as well, yeah. and, they, and uh, there is. There might be a lot of joy to be had and a lot yeah. of, a, there is that sense of it being quite exciting and freewheeling, like being on um, mm. a water slide, which sounds awful. I hate water slides.
1: <laughs> oh, I like a water slide. I hate excitement.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hate excitement of all kinds.
1: <laughs> but yeah, like how to, yeah, how to engage with those experiences that life gives you fully and present, being yeah. present to them and at the same time being careful with yourself and others yeah. is a, definitely an ongoing one.
0: So we did um, we did one about being horny all the time where Reed really oh, yeah, asked like us uh, about being horny all the time, what to do about that. Yeah. there have definitely been times where I've been feeling horny all the time, and definitely times where I have not. Been feeling no, well this all the time. is it.
1: It fluctuates, doesn't it? It, it really we does. Isn't yeah, yeah. Uh, we knew. Yeah, yeah. we you? We said
0: it. <laughs> <We said> it. <laughs> Fluctuation is natural and normal. You, you Don't fight it. it. You heard it here. Don't it. make it happen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I had a really interesting chat with Dr. Eleanor Yanaga, also known as my girlfriend who was actually sitting right here, yes. about the objectification of sex. That which was is, an uh, awesome Which really encouraged people to listen to that one. Yeah, um,
1: definitely. I think I got a lot of positive feedback as
0: well.
1: Just saying. <laughs> Thanks everyone.
0: Right. Um, values and we, we always talk about our values in a relationship don't we I guess mm. that might be useful now for anyone who's in a relationship with someone who might have voted differently or thinks differently oh, about yes because we did
1: we talked about political values didn't we might well, be a
0: good ones to return to and I, guess. I would say
1: I loved your post on Bish about how to argue with family and friends when you, you have different sense about the election or politics in general I
0: first wrote that yeah. after Donald Trump but then I rewrote it on the morning of the election I'd stayed up wow. all night to watch the election and then rewrote that blog post a little bit yeah. um, and then did a few tweets i just wanted to do something useful
1: yeah i was highly highly recommended reading oh, thank
0: you yeah uh, we did our first watch along this year when harry met oh, sally which is the ultimate new year's eve film That's so right. if you've not listened to that dear listener we released it on the 24th of may yeah you could just it's find really when harry met sally timely.
1: Uh, yeah. yeah
0: yeah find when harry met sally and yeah. watch along for new year's
1: yeah do it
0: <laughs> maybe you've got a drinking game apparently people do drinking games
1: yeah whenever i mention capitalism <laughs>
0: <laughs> Being with Joy was a podcast that yeah, I really wanted to do. I'm really great. happy we did that one because mm-hmm. I've been listening to, this is turning into a bit of a review of the year now, isn't oh, it? I but I don't mind. I've been listening to um, a podcast called ACFM, by, uh, which is a, uh, like a sub-podcast stream of the Navarra Media stream, mm. which is... Um, these lefty activists talking about collective joy. Yeah. Which I think is really interesting. And um, so that was kind of a response to that. There are times when I've been with joy this year. Yeah. The thing is, is that I'm more prone to kind of reflect on sadness and being scared and all the, in inverted commas, difficult feelings. Yeah. It's easy to get focused
1: on those. It really is. I think definitely as I was going through the most trauma, difficult times, noticing those flickers of joy that even most... Pretty much every day had that in you know i remember a really hard day but uh, the group of people i was living with we ended up in the garden singing along to silly youtubes at one point and it was like wow even on this day that actually yeah. everyone was feeling terrible yeah and it was very hard for everybody there was this flicker and just noticing those little moments of joy and that podcast helped remind me that we can do that you know yeah yeah
0: um yeah it's I think that's something that I could work on a bit more you know I could just kind of open my journal a bit and uh, or just get a mm. post-it note and just write down what my body's doing when I'm noticing feelings of joy I guess.
1: I mean for me that it links with the plural self stuff that we've talked about a lot this year because that's been a big thing going on for me but I can really locate the sides of me that are capable of joy and shift into them from the sides of me that are more focused on kind of fear and sadness Yeah. Um, and struggling it's like that's really helpful so people might find if they like that idea of plural selves they might find that helpful mm-hmm. to think about how do I shift into that side that can be delighted maybe yes. a younger side that can
0: be quite delighted by things yeah yeah the, yeah there's the, I, I, I can be silly and playful I think but I think yeah. there are times where I could try to just notice it rather than hold on to it but just notice when it's happening just yeah. to see that and then it, it won't reinforce this idea that I have of myself that I'm constantly grumpy which I'm not
1: you are not it's true but, <laughs> I don't think I could handle it if you were constantly no,
0: grumpy <laughs> I've got a lot to be grumpy about Yeah, but, um, you know <laughs> for example I would like what I do for a job to be a natural job. That would be really uh, great. Right. Natural career. Yeah. Um, we did a couple of episodes about how to make friends. I've made some yeah. friends this year. Which I is like nice.
1: That. Me too, because yeah. I've, I've moved moving to Brighton. Actually, quite yeah. a few new people, and that's been lovely and deepening of existing friendships. Really important. It's been very nice to sink a lot of time and energy into friendship.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm a real believer in that. It's the yeah. it's the it's one of the I guess I I'm, I'm yell about you know. Um, penis and vagina isn't the only kind of sex but also uh, a quote I got from your book which is what if we treat our friends look like romantic partners and romantic partners yeah, like friends yeah precisely and everyone gets it as mm. well like I was even talking to my mum and my uh, cousin about it at Christmas and talking about the the, the hierarchy we place on romantic relationships and And how damaging it can be. It can be so
1: bad for those relationships, and also so bad for the friendships. Whereas, if we kind of balance it out a bit, we're putting less on romantic partners to be everything, and also we're investing in those friendships, which often are the really long lived relationships as well. So, yeah.
0: And we talked about I think we talked more about friendships this year, which is really good. Yeah, really important. We also did our first Patreon episode, which That's was right. four weddings and a funeral. So if thanks you thanks to, to all to, our
1: patrons. Thank yeah. you, patrons.
0: We love you patrons. Patrons. Mm. Patrons. We'll get that right eventually. Yeah. One <laughs> if you're interested in uh, listening to all our Patreon episodes, yeah. go to patreon.com forward slash Meg John and Justin. That's where we put them all. And yeah. you can subscribe from just a dollar a month. Yeah. Go a bit more would be nice if you, um, if you have, have it. the cash. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you can watch along four weddings and a funeral with us. Yes, we,
1: got, we did get a little
0: grumpy about that one, I think. We did. Well, I think yeah. we we're mainly saying that Charles and so the Hugh Grant character and mm. the, the Andrew McDowell. McDowell character, mm. Charles and Carrie, mm. really dull.
1: Yeah, everyone else is interesting and they're not. <laughs> hang out yeah. with the friends. Yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> we did a couple of big episodes on self-love oh yes and, and how to do that and again drawing on this idea that love is a doing thing and yeah. that it's so it's, rather than standing in front of a mirror and
1: that's lovely that's been such a theme of my year uh, learning how to do self-love like again of those things that you get intellectually but I think I've put it into practice more this year than ever before yeah like in and even most recently buying myself Christmas presents was such a lovely thing to, you know having half of Christmas Day alone with myself with my the presents I'd got myself and just like so making good. that yeah it was, and it doesn't have you know it was like all charity shop and the, just a few little yeah. things from the local shops it just felt really
0: lovely practice of it's love. just good to take that time out isn't it and not to and to deal with all well, we talked about it in the episode, but yeah. to allow the feelings of guilt and stuff to come and go, and to recognise them for what they are, yeah. which is a lot of the bullshit that we're brought up with, and yeah. Um, but um, yeah, but we did quite a few on this kind of theme. We did one about journaling oh, and should journaling. I go to therapy, which I've been sending to so many people I know. Yeah. Um, awkwardness one was with you and Elsie Whittington that was a really really good episode Uh, again I got
1: some nice feedback from that it's nice that we're now putting in a few of our little interviews with other people we've got some others coming up of those and they're really nice we're going to try and do a little bit more
0: of that but it will still be me and you just yapping yes, yes exactly uh, and yeah then we're back we did a Friends Breakup one as well didn't we which yeah. I think that was a long one gosh
1: well, we did a couple we did the Breaking Up the Band and the Friends Breakup so again really yeah. recognising that it's not just romantic relationships that end or change in, no, exactly. in tough right. ways it yeah. can be
0: really difficult as well mm. I've kind of not really had to navigate that this year so much but no um, yeah, well this so, is the
1: consent piece that's really landed for me this year that yeah. you know you can't you can't really have consensual sex unless it's really okay not to have sex. And yeah. you can't really have a consensual relationship of any kind unless it's okay to end it. Yeah. Um, and I suppose, yeah, I haven't had those, but I have had that sense of like check, rechecking in with friendships about what we want and that being such a scary conversation sometimes to have, but it being so important to, to do that, to do that, check in making sure we're on the same page or allowing it to shift if things have changed for us
0: yeah Um, definitely I think it's mm. the again we've both been reading Irving Yalom and the the thing we mentioned in the uh, we did an episode for our patrons uh, patrons patreon on um, Patreon, we did. Okay, right. <laughs> yeah.
1: about hopelessness
0: and despair. About oh um, my god, yeah, that was a great one. About how it's an important thing to about mm. the idea of uh, death being a thing that uh, destroys us, but also saves us by thinking about yeah. by thinking about an ending in that way. Um, that we can kind of be more, we can tune more into what's actually happening for us in our current, in our day to day, and sort mm. of understand what's going on for us. And, why we're making the decisions we're making and why we're yeah. what patterns we're in at that moment. Absolutely,
1: yeah.
0: Uh to so our Patreon podcast, did we put any of this into did we put any of this into action? So how do I know if I fancy someone? That was our second Patreon. Um it's an interesting one because that really mm. made me think about who I fancy and actually um about why I fancy some people. And that was interesting because we were talking yeah. about there being three different kind of zones that we might think about three different circles of maybe there's like a physical thing maybe it's being attracted to someone's personality but also being attracted to the connection like yeah to the, to the chemistry that's
1: the big one for me whether yeah. there's a certain dynamic there or not and yeah it has been useful to notice where that's present and where it's not and again where it can be present and you don't need to do anything about it maybe you want to name it you know there's been a few people where we've just named oh we can have that sometimes and that isn't that interesting like definitely not going to do anything about it but
0: yeah nice
1: to see it you know
0: Engaging with social media is one that I'm still struggling with because we have some and I still haven't got around to reading Richard Timo's book that we talked about in Mm. this but um, I will get to that Um, because Petra was putting Dr. Petra Boynton our mate uh, was putting on Twitter the other day about how she was reflecting on the last 10 years of Twitter and how that was around when I joined Twitter and when ah. I actually started becoming online friends with yeah I saw
1: your reply to that, yeah.
0: Yeah, and it's like how um, it used to be so much more fun and celebratory and also I used to learn so much.
1: So that's, that's how I still experience Twitter, but I joined yeah. a lot later than you. But for me, it's a place I learn loads and it's really celebratory. Um, I feel celebrated on there a lot, and yeah. yeah, I'm sorry
0: you don't have that experience of it anymore because no, really is where I'm up with it. I used to just have people kind of, even if people were disagreeing or pulling me, pulling me up on something I'd written for Bish or something, mm. but it was always in really good faith. Yeah. You know, there, there was always, I can see what you're trying to say here, but have you thought that this might yeah. be... I'm like, oh, well, that's really interesting. Yeah, yeah. And it just, there was a point where that shifted. Oh, And, shame. um, yeah, so, I don't, so I, it's mm. something I'm conscious that I might want to lean into, but also I'm conscious that, um... Also, it's a, a hellscape that I might just want to set fire to. Well, and
1: are other, other, I think we said in this, you know, can you curate your social media yeah. to have something more like, if you can think of this as the experience I'd really like to have on social media, is it possible to curate a group of people where you could have those conversations? You know, I would be up for being on a group of people who definitely want to read everything you write and have conversations about it. That would be cool. Big time,
0: yeah. I think to our largest thing, that's what young people do as well. Yeah, you curate know, it, definitely. Their, you know, WhatsApp groups or Nearly Instagram all and... my
1: social media nowadays is that. Curated groups rather than like everybody, everybody. But I am lucky that Twitter seems to be about well, pleasant experience. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, we did an episode about different kinds of therapy. So that was like a, a, a kind of a partner episode to the one about should I go to therapy. Yeah. I'm considering retraining and maybe. Well, something, if it is a resolution, I'd like to start learning something new this year, I think.
1: Yeah, I like that idea. Uh, yeah.
0: Whether it's the piano or uh, existential Ooh. therapy. Wow. <laughs> it's one of the two. Well, you could, <laughs> Very binary. You could learn
1: some existential piano <laughs> tunes.
0: Uh, like mm. any George Michael song? Yeah. Fine. That would all work. I'm here for that.
1: Yeah.
0: Um... <laughs> non-binary dating yeah. that was one wasn't yeah, it yeah really? that, was that was good so that
1: wasn't yeah a few of these are in the answer to questions which we've yeah. been i think we've really enjoyed and asexuality and trauma on uh, the general feed was about that yeah as well. it was in response to a question and yeah That's do, right. you, do keep the questions coming because we love we those like questions ones. they often get us really thinking don't make so they're not things we would have generally thought up ourselves to address
0: and it helps yeah. us to be quite it helps to focus us as well, doesn't yeah. it? You know, we have we think are we actually answering the question here? Yeah, so if exactly. you do have that. You know, when we started off the podcast all those years ago, like three, two, three years
1: ago?
0: Yeah, I think three. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we were wanting it to be more like a, the kind of the Dan Savage podcast where yeah. we're answering listeners' questions and we don't mm. get we either, we get a few mm. and they're either a little bit too long or a bit too specific. Mm. Um uh or, uh, or or we answer them, but again, also if you can, um, if you want to send us your questions via audio, we can include your audio yeah. if you felt up for doing that. Yeah. Um, and uh, if you kept it, it's like under a minute, then it might help us with the podcast as well. Yeah,
1: great.
0: And in fact, if you have any um, constructive uh, affirmatory feedback <laughs> for us on things that you'd like us to include or different ways for us to tackle a, a topic, Definitely. or yeah. if there's any, if you have any. Um, helpful, thoughtful advice, please do send us an email via our website, Uh I had a rant about sex education which has not got any better and I was hoping that mm. if we had a Labour government that my job might be a thing, but nope. not yet. Sadly. We'll have another go in four or five mm. years. And in the meantime, get involved in local politics and notice what's happening in the our local councils yeah and, really um, good point point. and also do uh, as we talked about in our episode about post-election i think there are lots of ways to do political things and lots of ways to be yeah. active that aren't just about electoral politics
1: yeah
0: um mm-hmm. yeah and that's, so there was some on our patreon feed again yeah. patreon.com for us make john and just nice to do
1: that roundup. so yeah where do you think we go as a double act for the next for 2020 what's well, your vision
0: for us I mean, I'm still up for us doing the mm. the uh, every week doing a podcast, yeah. pretty much. Yeah. I'm I mean, that. we might have to have a break at some point, but we can stack them up as well, can't
1: we? Well, that's so, what yeah. we have done, and it's worked pretty really well during times when one of us has had to take a bit of a breather. We've got a few in the bag. Yeah. And also this thing of sometimes interviewing other people as well. Yeah. And I think that was nice for me. Like we've got one coming up from the Dominic Davis on sex addiction. Yeah. So be again, great. it's nice when a question comes in where it's like, oh well, I don't think the two of us together could cover all of what you'd need on that but we do know somebody who really knows their onions on sex addiction so um, yeah again we're up for that when somebody has a question come in that's not like 100% us like I would love to do another one with Alex around the trauma stuff because that's been really popular Um, and I don't feel equipped to do that on my own but yeah, yeah bringing Alex in to talk more about it would be great
0: yeah I think that'd be really good Alex yeah. friend of the show with the podcast yes. uh, Gender Stories which is one of uh, our favourite podcasts yes. that we listen to absolutely yeah so uh, more of these kinds of podcasts I think just from a technical perspective what I'd like to do is to what I don't do enough of and which is again another kind of a resolution that I want to be able to do is I don't read enough like yeah. I don't make because I'm Because I'm 100% freelance uh, and I'm kind of just kind of Mm. a little bit panicking about doing anything that doesn't, where I'm not sitting in front of a laptop.
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't
0: give myself, really, I could just give myself an hour a day to be reading.
1: I have found that one a hard shift and I would like that exactly same, an hour a day for reading. What I've wondered about doing is not writing a book this year on my own. Right. Which is big for me. Yeah. (laughs) But actually, thinking about spending the whole year like making some time for reading for what would be the next book which I think would be one about love but more of like including right. the history and the theology and philosophy Oh, and interesting! Love. Um, and so actually yeah there's basically there's a whole load of stuff about love that I would love to read that I don't know about yeah. and if I just said I'm not going to write that book until 2021 it would give me the whole year to like you say an hour a day a reading some of the stuff on love that I don't already know yeah. Um, and I think I'd really like to give myself that.
0: And, it's one of the uh, things that I'd like. Uh, I'd like us to do that is to is for for me to know what it is we're going to be podcasting about in a few days oh that yeah might
1: help me and then read up about that a bit yeah yeah one yeah, of the things
0: that, that one of the things that made me realize that was when i listen back to our podcast i do um I, mean, I can hear me thinking during the podcast
1: yeah
0: which i think is good and i uh, i like that i don't have these kind of firm definite ideas yeah. but i think it would be it might be nice to have like a to know where I'm starting for the conversation to...
1: Hopeless and Despair on the Patreon feed was a bit like that where you and I had both been reading some existential stuff and that was quite nice to be a bit like here's the recap of what we've got to from the reading we've just been doing and then kind of spinning off from that so yeah Yeah. we could do that again I love that way that's something i really like about collaborating with you and alex is that there's often really different expertises that get brought together in dialogue yeah so you've read something or listened to a podcast like a lot of the political ones you listen to and that comes together with some of the reading i've been doing or you know conversations i've had with other people yeah yeah
0: Mm. what uh so work-wise apart from working with you this year yeah uh, i've got um I'm working on a book for teenagers. I don't think I've told everyone about. Oh, this, this yet, is so exciting! That's coming out next year, so it's going to be ages.
1: Yeah. Um, consent. January 2021.
0: 20, right? Yeah, it's called provisionally called. Can we talk about consent? Mm-hmm. Um, which is better than the proposed title, which is uh, we need to talk about consent. Yeah.
1: Uh, which is non-consensual. Is it
0: non-consensually talking about consent? So I just need to finish that off over the next couple of weeks and then see if I can. Increase funding for my website, which would be nice, and maybe turn that more into a into more of a job. Yeah. I've got a feeling I might be moving more into that kind of, uh, that stuff and maybe moving away from some of the sex education yeah. stuff. But uh, anything, any plans for you there? Andrew?
1: Well, for me, I've got, um, I've got another book with Alex coming out that we've just written a workbook on self-care. So that will okay. be great. And then I've also got Sexuality A Graphic Guide. So Gender A Graphic Guide yep. just came out and Sexuality nice. A Graphic Guide should come out next year. Right. Um but like I say I'm really thinking to step back on my writing. Yeah. So I will write another book with Alex in the coming year, but not anything on my own I think yeah. other than my like doing that reading and also doing more creative writing. So I have been writing this erotic fiction. <laughs> And I'm on book three of a trilogy, <laughs> so I want to. That's, that's going to be that. the money maker, obviously. Oh God, I've got no idea whether it's. It could be anywhere from like that should have stayed in your head. Really, don't share that with anyone. All the way through to, it's the next Fifty Shades, except queer and brilliant. But surely yeah.
0: every writer of fiction feels that
1: way yeah i guess so anyway at the moment i'm just enjoying it and that's part of my process is just to let myself enjoy writing it and know that i don't need to even go anywhere and i'm learning a lot about writing because i'm now mentoring other people with writing yeah so a part of it feels like it's just really important for me to learn more about the doing of writing and i would like to write a book about writing at some point which might be called not writing Because I'm noticing for most of us, probably the most important thing is just like with sex. You know, you can't do it consensually unless you know it's okay not to do it. Right. Writing's the same. You have to get to the place where not writing's okay, and then you can get to a very different place with your writing.
0: That's a very interesting point, because Richard Seymour of the Twitter machine, who I've talked about, um, Mm. who's... uh, One of my favourite lefty uh, writers uh, would say that because of social media, we're all writers now.
1: Yes, yeah, exactly. So, you also. So, we never stop writing. What's the question? Yeah, exactly. That's great. So, yeah, I would would really like to write about writing, thinking about it in those kind of complex ways. What what counts as writing? Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. yeah, exactly.
0: That's really interesting stuff.
1: Yeah, but not next year. No more books. No 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 more books for a (laughs) bit.
0: Um, speaking of erotic writing, we are going to be appearing <laughs> we're at Eroticon, be Eroticon this yay. year. Aren't we? You're doing a couple of things uh, oh, yeah. just by yourself, but Workshops, also we're doing yeah. a, we're doing another joint workshop. Yeah. So if you're coming to Eroticon,
1: yeah, um, that is
0: in March or May. Yeah,
1: uh, March. I think. Check out
0: their website. Yeah. and get, get a ticket if you're interested in erotic writing. Um, yeah. Uh, like sex, uh, sex products, like sex toy stuff.
1: Yeah. Um, um kind of sex blogs and stuff yep. as well covered, yeah, yeah, isn't yeah. It? yeah 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 i'm really looking forward to that's one of my favorite conferences so really nice
0: yeah it would be nice to do some more public appearances this year as well yes uh that would be nice uh because we enjoy doing those oh
1: definitely yeah, yeah. Well, feel free to ask us if you're doing a thing and think that
0: we might be good for it yeah uh, is there anything else that we'd like to chat about
1: no, I guess just to wish our ear pals a very happy new year, happy new year and year, I hope you, that 2020 is a, as peaceful one as it can be. Yeah,
0: if you follow the Gregorian calendar. Um, yeah, uh, you either,
1: know, which we,
0: Yeah, which we are doing. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so, um, you know, I don't really believe in, you know, 2019 was shit, 2020 can only be better. And it's, uh, there's a George Michael song. Uh, obviously there's always a george michael song everyone's yeah. talking about this new decade like you say the magic number and forget about the stupid the stupid say mistakes goodbye. you made say goodbye to the say goodbye mistakes. to the stupid no. mistakes you made um and so you know it, it is daft like having that yeah 20 you know, is a new decade so it, it is can...
1: it is daft i, I kind of like i like that it's 2020 and you could think well a really good wish for people would be so it'd be able to see a clear seeing like to be able to really see our own stuff and other people's stuff with more clarity and honesty and the systems that we're part of i think yeah i like that 2020 vision idea as something to wish for 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 ourselves and each other
0: yeah i guess i'm all right with that (laughs) (laughs) anyway so uh until uh the new year
1: yes the new Uh, decade
0: happy (laughs) new year uh dear air pals
1: (laughs) bye now bye